0: As a kid, ate some uh, uh, a cheese stick like a you know a deep fr- like with the marinara. It got stuck in my throat and I had to like pull <laughs> it out because the because the mozzarella broke. Yeah, because it was probably cheap ass cheese that wouldn't. No, it didn't break. That was the problem. It just like was too. I was pulling it out like a clown pulled like the <laughs> fucking things out of the. Yeah, it just wouldn't stop. Oh, my yeah. grandma was sitting there like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "I'm." I almost died. Like, where were you? <laughs> Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of I Finally Watched. This is David.
1: And this is Alon. And we finally watched Life. This month, I think, has been full of we finally watches. Whole damn thing. Whole damn thing. Apollo 13, too, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right, because I made the mistake of thinking that (laughs) I was the only one in my generation who hasn't watched it. Um... Yeah, I guess, like, uh, not to pick, like, the most famous sci-fis, but I feel like these are kind of underrated, especially this one.
0: I think this one's pretty properly rated. Oh, you weren't a fan. No, so I think it's pretty good. I just think it, like, I had, like, a couple issues here and there with it. And then it also, like, all of these movies sort of... It really boils down to the end because these movies, like, all have to... let me just... These movies all sort of have the same problem with the ending where it's like, does everyone die or is there a survivor, right? And I think this one handled it in a way where it, like, made it sort of... Like, you could see they were trying to trick you And then like the ending happens and I was like, I kind of would have been a cooler ending almost if things had worked out because you sort of made it seem like this is what was going to happen.
1: So that's interesting to me because you went into this knowing absolutely nothing about the movie, correct? Right. Uh, Did you even know the premise? Zero. How have you... Because I feel like when this movie was coming out, the trailers for this film were everywhere. How did you miss it? Well, I mean, I I did.
0: Uh, I mean, this is the start of like... I moved to Atlanta and I didn't have uh cable TV. Oh, that would have done it. So this was the start of like the streaming where, you know, you just didn't see, I mean, this is one of the, this movie too kind of came and went Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um. I also, I thought like Robert Pattinson was in this cause I thought I saw him on the cover, but I guess that was just like a, that was probably Jake Gyllenhaal. That was there, Rebecca so.
1: Ferguson. Come on.
0: Obviously. Obviously,
1: so I, I, but I had
0: no. I, I knew it was a horror, right? Because I said to you earlier before I started, I was like, "Well, this is a horror movie," and you're like, "Yeah, yeah, totally." And I, what, I, what also was kind of interesting is I, I feel like this movie was. It's kind of like on a little bit of like an edge where it's like normally when you have like huge stars in a movie like this, it does. It's not going to be as horror. It's not going to lean into it as much. It's not going to be as violent. Um, but this did right. Like, if you have like one star who's like, I'm right. gonna do a horror movie, those can get pretty violent. But this is a fucking has Ryan Reynolds, Jake Gyllenhaal, Rebecca Ferguson. Um, like it's a, some pretty big stars, and it like really leans into the horror of it. I mean, and I will say there was a part in this movie where I was like, I'll we'll talk about. It. It's like my f- favorite part of this movie, and I was like. Holy shit! Yeah, like it was really good. And I'm sure um, I, you can guess
1: from that. I'm I'm curious actually to know absolutely what that is. Uh, I I wanted to say that not only did I know the premise going into this film, but I know how this film ended, and Ooh. I watched the ending on a on a clip from YouTube or something, and it actually made me want to do this film with you because I was like, I want to know. Well, first I want to know the buildup. And then understanding that the ending is a twist of some kind, I wanted to see how you would react to it. But what's interesting, too, is knowing the twist coming into this didn't change any of my, uh, like, being suspenseful through the suspenseful scenes. What's
0: What's the twist?
1: Do you want to get in it now or do you want to get in it? No, just say,
0: I don't I don't really think there's a twist.
1: Well, see, that's the thing that I was curious about is that me knowing the so-called twist for someone who knew it was coming to someone who didn't know anything about the movie, you, did you see, and I guess you answered this earlier, did you see that they were trying to trick you onto who went into deep space and who landed on Earth? Yeah, no, and that's the problem. I thought it was so
0: obvious that they were trying to trick us that I was like, oh, so that's kind of the point of this ending. And I was like, oh, I mean, like the more obvious ending to me. So uh, the director of this who like, I don't know that he's had like a kind of a, a just a an all around successful movie yet. I think he's had a lot of movies that are kind of similar to this. So Daniel Espinoza some of them aren't even So he started out with easy money is kind of maybe his big breakthrough, which is a movie that I really want to see. I think it's a uh, Scandinavian movie. I say Scandinavian because I'm not sure which of those three countries it actually hails. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But uh, his latest movie is Morbius. Oh, that's where I knew the name. See, the only way I watched Morbius, the only way I knew I could handle Morbius is if I watched it on the plane. <laughs> and I was correct. That is the only way I could watch it. And so then after that, he did Safe House, which I
0: like. So, you know, so and so. Um, Safe House? No, that's Panic Room.
1: What's Safe House?
0: Safe House is the Ryan Reynolds, Denzel Washington movie. I don't think I've ever heard of that. Um, It's I think basically (laughs) I fucking watched the movie, but I think he has to get. I think he's like taking in Denzel and then a bunch of people are trying to kill Denzel and he's got to get Denzel to the safe house. Sure. Um, and sure. then I don't think that works out very well. And then child 44, then life and then Morbius. Um, so this, I think that just the way that the ending is done with this to try and bring it back to whatever we were talking about. I think the way it was done was just kind of like so obvious. And then like, uh, so he said in a quote that he was trying, like, you know, went on whether he wanted a sequel for this movie or not he's like no i'm just trying to create like a a twilight zone type ending and in that respect that's exactly what it felt like it felt like very kind of over the top especially with rebecca ferguson's like no 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 like as she goes into space yeah yeah and then uh jake gyllenhaal still being alive there's also this aspect of like the marsh the the martian only attacks if it's attacked like it's very gentle to people
1: as long as it's you know, it's like a pet. Yeah, but then it doesn't feel like that, right? Like they that's what they established in the beginning, but then it kind of goes off on that's not what it feels like is happening anymore. Well, except
0: it sort of traps Jake Gyllenhaal. They also allude to it being very smart. They they say it's very very smart, but then like I thought they could have done a better job of showing it, but it, the movie's also very short, so it's like there there And my main problem, I'm just like throwing everything at you at once, but it feels like because it's so short that everything just happens so quickly. They're like, oh, we fixed this issue finally. And they're like, oh shit, another issue. And then, oh, another thing. And like, it's moving so quickly because of how short it is that there's like no time to breathe where like, oh, maybe they've figured it out. It's like, no, they've never figured out just like one thing after the other bad is happening.
1: I mean, it's kind of on the theme of the alien being the alien being able to adapt to its surroundings quite quickly and evolve and grow, and the alien manages to do that quite quickly, and the humans can't, right? That's kind of like what it's it's showing you in this, like, how how advanced the Martian is in, like, the evolution spectrum. One thing that I was thinking about watching this, too, was uh, how... Not on concept, but on production. How similar this is to Sunshine. Because you have a space movie that's pretty contained for the most part. That has an amazing ensemble cast. That they quickly kill everyone off. Um, And I kind of love this movie for killing Ryan Reynolds off as the first kill. Was like, only 40 minutes into the movie.
0: That's only because he was supposed to, I think, have the Jake Gyllenhaal role. But uh, I think Safe House got in the way. Or not, maybe not Safe House, but something else. Some other movie got in the way and prevented him from being able to,
1: like... But it, it was either going to be him or Jake, right? Which are two, like, A-list actors. So what's interesting about this is that it kind of very quickly tells you, like, no one is safe. Yeah, I, so I actually really like that part, but then you kind
0: of juxtapose that with having the captain being a woman who we've never heard of, right? When you go on her IMDb, she doesn't have a profile photo because, like, they have, you, like, so you know that person's going to die. Um, but but so, then everyone dies, so it, it's fine. I guess, right? So also uh, the connection with Sunshine is uh, Hiro Sonata, yes yeah i i I noticed that too yeah he was great in this as well um what what, you know your point about uh ryan reynolds when when the movie starts and ryan reynolds is just being ryan reynolds the whole time and like i think it worked really well it was it's kind of like the last time i can remember seeing him subdued as his own personality in a movie yeah um but i'm like why is jake even in this and then as Ryan Reynolds dies, you're like, oh, that's why, because then the movie is going to become his. Because before that, it was like he was just part of a ensemble and like not a major part.
1: I, I and I noticed this too, and I I don't know if you will agree with me on this. Uh, you you hardly ever do uh, agree with me on anything, but for me, the way I was viewing Jake Gyllenhaal's performance throughout the whole movie, I think he did really really great towards the very end where he's kind of fighting off the alien. He shows a lot of emotion and everything like that. Throughout the rest of the movie, I felt like he acted like he couldn't give a shit that he was in this movie. I think he was, that was the character. Not, I think he was supposed to be
0: playing a very like subdued, kind of like introverted, you know, he talks about how like he likes being up there because he can't be around people because people kill each other and she's like, you know, not the whole world isn't you know, this part of the world that's killing people. So, you know, it's not focused on the other stuff. Like earth right. is beautiful. I did think too, it's funny. Like I was like, Oh, as the movie's going on, I was like, Oh, so Jake's never going to make it back to earth. Cause he's like about to break the record for, you know, whatever. So he's just not going to get to go back. And then he does get to go back. Right. I also thought, so Rebecca Ferguson is playing the, um, fuck who's captain America, Chris Evans playing the Chris Evans role from sunshine. Right. Oh, sure. The, the Pragmatic, I almost like robotic, right? Like, if they really wanted to do like the uh, you know, the alien twist, you could have her be a robot. Oh, oh, with the um,
1: Michael Fassbender role,
0: yeah, yeah, basically. I mean, all of them have that, so um, but I, th- I think it's probably a good idea. They didn't just completely copy it. I also it's kind of got thing vibes too a little bit, but like it doesn't connect to people and control them. I thought that's what they were alluding to with Hugh. uh, When it attaches to his leg and then he just couldn't feel his leg, but like he kind of acts like, Oh, it's a part of him. You know what I mean? Like, so that was, yeah,
1: I got, I I understand what you're saying. I thought the way it absorbed the rat also was a, a, but it never does anything like that again.
0: Yeah, that's that's the thing this movie does where a lot of movies do this where they establish like how sick this character is this monster and it's like, how can we compete with that thing it moves like lightning. And if it touches you, it just can absorb you in seconds and just like, eat you. Right? Yeah. I did, I also thought they were going to show Hugh die, like, when Hugh dies, we're just jumping all over here, when Hugh dies, I thought they were going to, like, he says, hey, lift me up, I thought they were going to lift him up and just show his legs just missing. Oh,
1: that, that would have been fucking sick. Yeah, why didn't they do that? Like, (laughs) what are we doing, guys? Yeah, 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 no, I, yeah, when it was trying to, like, eat Hugh's legs, it just, like, a little bit of nibble nibble, a little bit of blood on them, right? But, like. Still full on the rat, I would guess. But like, no, but seriously, like his leg was supposed to, would have been fully absorbed at that point. I mean, he, uh, what did they call it? Calvin, right? Calvin, they call the alien (laughs) because the Calvin Coolidge Elementary School. And I love how those shots back to Earth. Well, how about we do this? How about we start at the beginning and then move on from there? Because we're jumping all over the place, like you said. So. We start with this like capsule catch. Well, it starts
0: with the capsule going through space and like hitting shit. And you're like, I- you have no idea like what that's about. Um, and then after that, we get to an eight minute one or scene where the whole thing is filmed like the whole eight minutes is filmed in one shot.
1: So I guess I didn't even re- realize that it was filmed in one shot. Uh, the... So the way I understand this then is the capsule was like a launch, right? And it ended up on Mars. It collected like a huge sample of dirt from Mars. And then it launched back to the space station where they had to catch it and like then have it, right?
0: Yeah. And the other thing too is so like the movie slowly lets you realize that everyone knew that this was a super dangerous mission. Because in the beginning, you think, oh, it's just samples from Mars. Like, they don't realize that this is dangerous. We do, because we know what kind of movie we're watching. But this is just, oh, like a routine thing. But they all knew that this could result in death. (laughs) Jake Gyllenhaal
1: didn't seem to know. But the rest of them knew how dangerous this could be. Yeah. uh, You're talking about basically when they're like telling Ryan Reynolds, hey, don't worry if you miss this. Just make sure you trajectory back in like deep space. Right. Yeah, that part too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but then they seem like super surprised that they found a like a microorganism within the dirt, and just have to give it sugar. Sugar wakes it up. By the way, the very beginning of this movie, I want to talk about
0: this, and we were uh, it was before we started recording. I was like, "What do you call those things where like a studio's logo pops up in a little video, and it's like the you came up with like the studio graphic is the way to say it, yeah." But when the Columbia logo popped up. I was like, dude, that's like one of my favorites. I haven't seen that in forever because I think they got bought out by Sony. So we probably won't be getting to see that one as much anymore. I don't know. Oh, that's sad. But I was like, yeah, I love that one. You there's so many of the we've talked about this before. so many of the studios and like have bought each other and combined. So it's like we don't get the cool ones as much anymore. Like even like the Fox (laughs) one. I think Disney is still using it. Although they got
1: rid of the Fox and just is like 20th century, whatever. Um. That's funny. That's funny because uh, for dinner, Taylor and I were watching Mrs. Doubtfire and it had the the 20th century logo, but it was done in a... The, what, what I also really like about those old logos is that they adapt what the logo looks like depending on the, what the film is. And we don't get a lot of that either. For like Mrs. Doubtfire, it starts out on a cartoon, so the logo is animated. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I know the whole logo is animated, but... I mean, like in a in like a 2D animation style. Yeah, yeah. Um, And we don't get a lot of those cool, cool, like logo production graphics anymore. I agree. Yeah. So then uh, I like the line about, oh, this is a
0: reanimator type shit. And she's like, that's a very obscure reference. And he's like, not if you're a nerd. Yeah. and then they say that's the first proof of life beyond Earth. And then the title hits. And you're like, this has been like a 20 minute cold open of yeah. an hour and 40 minute movie. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. But I think it really works because at that point, if you didn't know what kind of movie you were walking into, the whole setting for it, it it's lively, it's vivacious. You even have interviews of like the little kids asking questions and everything. But the whole tone of it, Kind of screams horror sci-fi.
0: The, I mean, just the way it's lit too. It's all dark, right? And it's like that's not what the International Space Station actually looks like. But you can tell just from the how like dark the whole movie is. It's then post they're like bring up the green hues. <laughs> like. Um, so we get a, like a lot of establishing that I think we can kind of skip over. We already talked about that Jake's been in space for too long, um, and you know why he likes to be up there. Uh, So Calvin, the alien, starts growing. It's funny when they call him a Martian because it's not what you imagine
1: a Martian looks like. It's just this like single celled organism that keeps growing. Well, Also, uh, I think they also established that Rebecca Ferguson's character is the newest recruit onto the space station. Because she's a robot. No, stop it. Actually, it would be great if she was a robot, because if anyone's going to be thrown in like deep space. Oh, my God. Imagine this. She's a robot. She's thrown in deep space million years go by this is a sequel to life okay this is life too somehow her pod gets back to earth but she doesn't know it's earth and the audience doesn't know it's earth and it's completely run by calvin looking aliens right life too life too and so she has to like fucking fight them off for revenge just to find out that it's earth
0: i'd watch that although yeah. i watched this so who knows <laughs> um they also say every cell of Calvin is muscle brain and eye all in one, which is also like kind of like a, the thing, you know how like every, every piece of it could just operate independently of itself.
1: Except for the fact that the thing can split apart and act like a hive mind. I they, thought it was going to do that. And you thought do it was, that, gonna, it doesn't do that. No.
0: Yeah. Um, and it's like, at this point, it's just kind of a pet. Like Hugh really loves this thing. He's petting it. He's cuddling with his hand. Um, And then we find out that Sho's wife is giving birth. And that's pretty much the end of the exposition of this movie. And then we get into the horror where uh, Hugh is getting too close with Calvin. There's an an alarm goes off and something malfunctioned. We have no idea what, but like... Still unclear. Containment was broken. I guess maybe the second door, the second firewall. firewall door was opened a little too i thought it was something
1: about a loose valve or something because he when he goes in there he tightens it and he's like oh but then uh, he's like oh that's my fault i was like why is that your fault i don't get it
0: yeah and um and ryan reynolds is like you're getting too close to him because he calls calvin basically like anthrax he's like you can't compare him to that um and then we get rebecca ferguson with her quarantine log and she's like Oh, Calvin's been inactive for weeks, so it's like, oh, weeks have passed. Thanks for letting us know. Um, and she's like, we've had to reinforce safety protocols. And then this is where he gets the bright
1: idea to electroshock the alien. I wonder if he never hurt Calvin, if there, like, there wouldn't be a movie, right? But like, would, would, and I guess this is the question we have to ask throughout the whole movie: is that when they attack Calvin, is that what sets him off continuously through the whole movie? Or is he prone to be violent at some point anyways?
0: Yeah. I mean, that's a sort of an unanswered question. Cause it's like he was attacked by one of them. So he's like, Oh, maybe they're just all evil.
1: Yeah. That so could be he's, it.
0: He's also getting smarter and stronger. So like, you know, when he first breaks out, he has to use like a sharp object to cut that glove. But it's like, I mean, you know, he should have just been able to, if once he's bigger, he could have just broken it or, you know, whatever. Um, This is my favorite scene. And it is the scene where like my, literally my jaw was open where he grabs onto his hand and then he just starts fucking breaking his hand and like snaps the finger back. (laughs) And then goes over to the rat And the rat nips at him and he just fucking evaporates the rat inside of him. And then Ryan Reynolds goes in there and saves Hugh for a moment. And then he gets hit by it. And he's like, I'm going to try and kill this thing. And I audibly screamed at my TV, no, don't do that. (laughs) I was like, how do you guys not
1: realize it just doesn't want to be attacked? Yeah, I mean. That the scene. See, OK, so when you said that kind of building up your favorite scene, I thought you were going to talk about the death of Ryan Reynolds. I mean, that's all part of this It happens right next. But the point where he breaks his hand, but then he goes back, grabs the little electrode, breaks it in half, takes the broken shard, cuts the glove open and leaves out of that. I was just like, oh, you're all absolutely fucked.
0: If... Ryan Reynolds had never gone in there, only Hugh would have died.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but I mean that's like every
0: one of these movies, right? Like Well no, you made that point earlier. I'm just saying, like I was like when he went after Hugh, I was like, Man, he was gonna die anyway. I don't even know. I've never seen Hugh in anything. Like <laughs> Hugh's Hugh's dead, man. Um the way he kills Ryan, Re- so Ryan Reynolds tries to incinerate him, and he's like, "You only have a limited amount of fuel." It's like, "Oh, I wonder how this is going to play out." And Then he runs out of fuel. It just fucking crawls
1: down his throat. Uh, um, he's and- trying to, when he's trying to grab it, like grab it to pull it out of him. I'm like, nope. It reminded me when I like as a kid ate some
0: uh, uh, a cheese stick, like a you know a deep like with the marinara. It got stuck in my throat and I had to like yeah. pull it out.
1: Cause the cause the mozzarella broke?
0: Yeah, because it was probably cheap ass cheese that wouldn't no, it didn't break. That was the problem. It was just like it was too I was pulling it out like a clown pulled like the <laughs> fucking things out of it. Yeah. It just wouldn't stop. Oh, my, my grandma goodness. was sitting there, like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm I almost died. Like, where were you? <laughs> also, while Ryan Reynolds is dying, Jake Gyllenhaal's like, let me in there to help him. I was like, what the fuck do you mean? Have you not seen what this thing does? (laughs) It's his best friend, though. It's his best friend. Uh, No, but in the beginning, Rebecca Ferguson says, I love you to Ryan Reynolds. But I think it was more just like a joking, like platonic thing. But I was like, oh, are they together in this?
1: I, I had more vibes from Gyllenhaal and her than Ryan Reynolds and her. At the end, when they like when they're like, oh, we're about to crash into
0: Earth. We're going to enter in 39 minutes. We're going to run out out of oxygen in an hour and 45. It was
1: like, just bang. Yeah, I was thinking that too.
0: Like, you're reading Good Night Moon, bro?
1: (laughs) What a loser. What a fucking loser. You know, uh, my wife walks in and she's watching this with me partially. Skipping the gory parts, of course. And Mm -hmm. then he's reading Good Night Moon. And of course, she missed the beginning where they established Good Night Moon. And she goes... Why are they reading it? Why are they reading Goodnight Moon like it's some sort of niche thing? (laughs) I was like, I don't know. Is it big? I only knew about it once like the kids. It's yeah, yeah, it's a pretty like it's a famous children's bedtime story. Did you get that for my kids? No. Okay. Maybe,
0: I don't know. Thanks to that person. So and then the alien escapes through the air filters. I like how they're closing all of them and it just happens to get through the last one. Right, right. Uh, They do a distress call where they're going to, like, we're going to trap it and kill it, but their communications fail. And in a move very similar to Sunshine, the commander is like, I have to be the one to go out there and fix this. And so, uh, Ekaterina, who they call Cat, she goes out there. And this is a pretty cool scene where she figures out that the coolant is gone, which I didn't even know how communications worked. They needed coolant. Uh, I don't know. And then the thing jumps out and is just on her. And she wants to, she starts drowning in her own coolant. And then she's like, Oh, I'm not going to let this thing in. And I was like that. Maybe you should have figured that out a little earlier. You could have jumped off
1: into space and like held it. You know what I mean? And she- so, you know, when she unhooks herself and she's like, I'm going to make the jump to the main space station. Right. Mm-hmm. And then she misses the space station And she's trying to find some sort of like thing to grab onto, right? Yeah. Okay, so keep that image in mind and then skip forward to when she's doing the unlock thing and Jake is trying to tell her to go the other way with it, but she's like purposely locking herself with it, right? Yeah. I thought both times at either point, Calvin was gonna jump and like grab a thing or start turning the thing. He wasn't strong enough yet to do that part. I guess not. Although from the time where he killed Ryan Reynolds to this point, he grew like five, eight times his size. I loved the way he looked at the end where he sort of had a face like a dragon. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That part was really cool. Um, And then Jake Gyllenhaal wants to use the lifeboats and they're like, no, we can't. It's stipulated that we can't use the lifeboats unless it's dead. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Which is also like, He didn't sign up for this mission, apparently. He just has been here. (laughs) Oh, I didn't catch that. Um, and then they're like, is there any other way you can make it back in? And of course there is. It's the thrusters. And this is the part where I'm just like, all right, so everything they do is just causes an issue. So it's like, all right, we'll just blast it when it tries to go in a thruster. They blast, blast, blast. And they're like, oh shit, we're now falling into Earth's orbit and we're gonna die. So now we have to use not we have to let it in the ship. And we have to use our last remaining fuel to get out
1: of orbit. Yep. And that's what happens. And then it's back in. And I also love how it's established that he has to breathe oxygen like us. So it's like, how long can he stay out there without oxygen? Like, hopefully long enough that we that it'll just die. But apparently that's not really an issue for Calvin, because even though they've oxygen depraved it multiple times throughout this film, it never gave like, oh, he has thirty minutes of oxygen or he has an hour worth of oxygen it, it he just it doesn't fucking matter because it doesn't establish how long he has, and he just lives,
0: uh, yeah, he's a perfect killing machine. I wonder he didn't start killing those Vietnamese guys right when he got on the ground.
1: He was also a, a kind Thai. of like a yeah, don't be don't be like that, uh, he. he he was also he was also uh like a crystal, which I didn't quite understand why. I don't know, maybe our atmosphere. Although he was in a ship. Yeah, he was in a ship, and he, he seemed to crystallize before, like when he seemingly killed Jake Gyllenhaal, he was like, I'm a crystal. Um and I wonder if that was to brace his fall. I don't know. Hmm. Um, we skip way ahead. Let's go back.
0: Well, we're not that far ahead because, well, I mean, that is the end. But we are just anyway, uh, they decide to all get into one area and they're just going to take all the air out of the rest of the ship and they're like taping it up. And then fucking Calvin, we get the first P of V shot from the alien. And he's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> that kind t- of startled me. Mm-hmm. Like it took me out of the movie a bit. It also just looked like the camera was put in a grocery bag. And just like thrown down a tube or just like, no, on a stick, like, Uh (laughs) um, and then immediately Hugh acts weird. And you're like, what's up with that? And then he starts to die and they get the defibrillator. And then she's like, what's on his leg. And I was like,
1: what the fuck do you think is on his leg? Dude, you see the pants move, and she's like, oh, what's that? And at first, I was like, okay, what would be interesting? There's two things here, right? It's either Calvin, which is obvious. It's the obvious answer. Or the first fucking thing that Calvin did in that room with you was, like, put eggs in him. Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, he took a shit or something. He took a shit on him. <laughs> Just put no. down his pants? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying that he could have like, because we don't really know where Calvin is in the ship at the moment, right? Like that's kind of a mystery. We don't know but... how he produces either. Maybe he was, maybe, maybe he doesn't. He reproduced with Ryan Reynolds, so like,
0: there's just little Ryan Reynolds Martian babies with like Ryan Reynolds head, but yeah. the Martian body just floating everywhere. Good. Um. So then they run, and they uh, Rebecca Ferguson, and Jake Gyllenhaal gets into a. Into a, a secluded room, but uh show he has to go a different way, which he could have probably made it in the same way, but he has to go a different way and he gets in his sleep pod, and
1: the alien like starts to like break it. So this is the confusing part to me. He gets in his own sleep pod. He has a picture of like his wife's ultrasound in there, right? And the yep. alien seems to see it. And it's weird because, like you said, he's breaking the glass, trying to get in. And then all of a sudden, he, the alien just fucking gives up and goes away. Yeah, and yeah, then I don't, I don't I don't kill dads. <laughs> oh, you have a baby on the way. Why did you say so? I'm not Good. a monster. Jesus, dude. Good luck. Uh, no. So he leaves. Right. And it's weird. I bet you want to kill me. <laughs> I bet you want me to kill you. How, say how you feel, David. Let it all out. Uh, the thing about it, though, is that show is not really attacking the alien at this point. So it makes you think that, oh, because he's not viewing him as a threat, maybe that's why he leaves.
0: Yeah, the other thing is so Sho says, I'm coming home to you. And then there's like a green button. And it's like, those are escape pods because he's like about to press it. And then decides just to get out? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. what yeah, I, th- I was like, I don't understand. what I thought that, that was cryo sleep. Maybe. But... So he was just like, I'm just going to ride this out asleep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, at that point, that's what I would have done.
0: I don't know. I, and then he just, he gets out and he immediately like... So they, <laughs> they trap the alien again. They're like, all right, we're going to deprive it of oxygen because, oh, it ate the transmitter
1: that they just attach to Hugh's legs. That's right, so they can track it. And then they do this thing where I didn't even realize that much time has passed, but the alien Okay, actually, scratch that. It does a close up on Ferguson's finger and she's bleeding and there's like blood particles in zero gravity, right? And so all of a sudden the alien we're back in his perspective starts going ape shit. And what it feels like is he's trying to like, he smells the, it's like a shark, right? He smells the blood in the air and he tries to go for it. When he goes for it, he finds Hugh's body like suspended with cables, right? Yep. And that's a trap set by Ferguson and Gyllenhaal. But the amount of time that when they said, oh, he ate Hugh's tracker and they set up that trap, literally 20 seconds has gone by. In movie
0: time, yeah, yeah, we move pretty quickly, and then they do that, and they have him trapped, and it, it'll die. It's gonna die right now. Like yeah. they will win. No, they they win, and the movie's over, right, David? But there was a distress call, and apparently it got through. No, and stop. And now that they what Jake Gyllenhaal assumes is a ship to come to save them, and Rebecca Ferguson's like, no, that's actually pushing the International Space Station out into deep orbit to just kill us because uh, it was part of the protocols when I was coming up here. Like, it's the only reason I would agree to this is I just this can't make it to Earth. Uh, What about the people inside that ship? I I think it must have just been like a, a,
1: like, I don't think there was anybody on it. And if there were, they, they died. Oh, no, no, no. There were people on it. And when that thing opened up, Calvin went in there and killed everyone. Very systematically. You didn't see that part? mm So it was like a lot of debris, but it was basically when Show was falling down and Ferguson and Gyllenhaal were holding on to Hugh's body, right? And they were trying to grab him. Yeah. Calvin was busy down there killing everyone in that pod, and then he went for Show's foot. I mean, I saw him go in there, but I didn't see... It's a, it's it was a, very dark. I actually don't blame you for not seeing it. But that, that is what happened. There were people in there, which makes me think like maybe they were sent in there to like push a button or something, you know, to well, send it into deep space.
0: I don't. Well, no, they were pushing the thing. They were using thrusters to push it out of course, which then but apparently they're just going to fall back in anyway because of other stuff that they did. Sure. Um, yeah. And so. This thing comes and then shows like, oh, they're coming to save us. So he runs in there, letting it loose. That's why he left his pod. Yeah. So that's the reason. Okay. And then I don't even understand. I guess Sho opens the door to that pod that he thought was coming to help. And then the alien goes in there. But I guess it causes, they don't really show this, but it causes enough havoc to where that thing starts breaking
1: off from the ship. Dude, that was cool when Ferguson and Gyllenhaal are like outside of there and they look out the little window and you see the whole thing fucking snap. I was like, understand how it
0: happened. There's no explanation for how because they want to keep us in dark about the people in that ship because you had to pay actors. (laughs) Like we don't know what happened in there.
1: Yeah, I guess. I mean, I. I want to say that. Yeah, I man, I don't know. I guess when it docked, that's what it was. Show opened it up too early, and when they docked, they couldn't connect. So you had this like air coming out, uh, and not buying d- it during the suckage. Right, everything being sucked out. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Again, Calvin was killing everyone. The pressure must have like depressurized and and like just dis- destruct- destructed the whole thing. Okay. Yep.
0: It's whatever, man. You're welcome. I think you explained it. You explained it as well as the movie did. So there's my goal uh so then they're like oh we're we're gonna die we're going back into earth's atmosphere and this is
1: when they should have banged and well they're the only two left show's dead and actually ferguson would have died too but show was like nah and like took it down with him pretty pretty
0: badass well he knew he was dying um and so then Jake Gyllenhaal comes up with this plan of like, I'm going to lure. He made it seem like he was going to lure the alien into that pod and then fly it remotely with only the alien in that pod is what he made it sound like. But then he immediately jumps into it. The alien comes in there. He ran out of glow sticks. So the alien then starts to, <laughs> to pilot the thing. He's like, Oh no, we're not going that way. We're going to earth. And then the way it's shot is like, We see Gyllenhaal and Rebecca in their ships, but we never see shots that connect which one is in which ship.
1: Yeah, it shows like one ship going down in like a third point of view perspective where it's like outside the ship and then it cuts to uh, Gyllenhaal. So it makes you think that those two shots are connected and then it shows outside again and like a ship going up and then it cuts to Ferguson and it makes us think that those two shots are connected but it's really the other way around. Didn't make us feel think shit to me, honestly. Um, and then she's,
0: yeah, because then it shows like the ship that's on the right path to earth. And she's like, oh, come on, come on. You can do this. You can do this.
1: You can do this. And I was like, it's autopilot. We know it's autopilot. Yeah. Like- but then she gets like, hit, she hits debris on her way in. And so it makes you think that, oh, she's, she's trying woman, to like, can't drive. <laughs> she's trying to course correct it. Right. But then on the other hand, you have Jake Gyllenhaal trying to push down the thing. And he's like, oh, just a little bit longer, just a little bit longer. So it really makes you think, oh, she did it correctly and he did it just long enough. But but then no. And they didn't let you know until they like you they land and they like show it.
0: Yeah, I just think the way the movie set it up, I don't think it's very satisfying no matter what the result was. So I um, that was kind of my own. It was cool seeing him in there. Like he's alive and he's yelling at them to not open it, which is like what well, you're just going to. I'm pretty sure that that thing could open it eventually.
1: Although maybe those are designed to where they can open I think those are designed from, that they can be open from the outside. And I think uh, Apollo 13 was a movie to show us that.
0: Maybe. Maybe technology changed when we discover Martians. Um, and then you, you have Rebecca Ferguson like screaming as she's going into outer space to die. I mean, what do you think? Is she gonna? She's probably gonna
1: die of starvation, lack of water, like lack, of oxygen, CO two poisoning, which is also another thing we learned uh, in uh, Apollo thirteen. Honestly, you know, if I if
0: I can't steer that thing, I'll probably just like fucking take my helmet off and you know, what I mean, like open the door. Or you know, I guess
1: you can. You but can't. You, you can't. might be able to. I, once again, I don't know. Well, especially in the depressurization of space, you can't open shit. Uh, the other, the other thing too, what's interesting about the movie is that. It's obviously in the future, but they don't really tell us the year. And obviously, like, you still have Times Square, New York, and like, you know, they show us those places. We still have a world government. It's kind of funny how America is like having these like funded the thing, but then they also have all these people from different parts of the world included in this founding thing. We have enough technology to send something to get samples to Mars. However, not much technology-wise has changed really. Like it's not that it doesn't make us. We don't see a bit of technology that is too, too futuristic, except the oxygen sticks, which I think are super cool.
0: Yeah, because but they almost feel just like heat lamps, but they emit oxygen. Yeah, it was odd odd technology, um, I will say that the thing I liked about this movie is it was a very contained story where it didn't feel the need to explain to you like why we knew that there was life on Mars or maybe it was just a guess that we happened to be right. Why were we so sure it was going to be dangerous? Like a lot of these elements that it just was like, hey, this is just the setup of the movie, and just we're doing and it's. This is a hundred-minute movie. And so, yeah. you know, strap in, and it's a horror movie. So shit doesn't have to exactly make sense.
1: Do you think Reynolds and Jalen Hall really wanted to be in Sunshine? And they didn't get the part. It went to like Evans and Murphy or whatever. And then they were like, oh, another chance at a horror sci-fi? Yes. Definitely sign us up. I think they're Reynolds was just like, what is it, Pay? Okay, that'll be cool.
0: No, I mean, I think it's like it's an alien opportunity right it's like it's i mean that's what this movie is kind of being i think it's just cool that they were like let's do kind of a very strictly horror movie and we're gonna do one that doesn't really hold punches that much like it's it's not like fucking terrifier level violent or like hostile Right. right but it's like pretty violent and um like when they break that dude's hand it's like pretty fucking disgusting and i also give props to reynolds for like like yeah i'll be in this part where i die quickly because i think that is it is not expected uh, i mean i think it with movies like this you're kind of like imagining anything can happen but it's it's it was a nice unexpected part in the middle of the movie and just be like okay so what anything could happen now although i think the movie does kind of devolve into like oh well just everyone's
1: gonna have to die in this thing you know it came out very close to deadpool i wonder if deadpool was the thing Probably. Um, Have you ever seen the Adrian Brody movie Splice? I have not. I want to. I think that would be a good movie if we ever decide to do another sci-fi soon. Because it reminds me a little bit of like, you have this thing and you shouldn't mess with it, but you do and this is what you get. I mean, it's kind of very reminiscent of like Jurassic Park. Like just because you can, should you? Probably not. You know, it's just because, and they knew the dangers too of like, they were taking all these precautions anyway. So, yeah, I mean, there you go. There's your result.
0: Yeah. Overall, I think this was a pretty good movie. Like, I'm glad that I watched it. It's not like of the movies we've done this month, I I think I like the other two better. Um, well, actually, I don't know. Contact, I was pretty... Meh about two. Oh, this has been a bad month so far. But I think this is a pretty good movie that kinda of went under the radar. So if like if someone hasn't watched it, one, don't listen to us before you watch a movie. But this is one that I will recommend to people is like, hey, especially people that like horror or like sci-fi, like, hey, this is a good one if you haven't seen it.
1: Yeah, I think it's fun too, right? It's short enough to be engaged with it from start to finish and it's a quick watch. So it's like, oh, if you have like under two hours to fill and you just kind of want the thrill of something with like really decent acting, uh, except from Joan Hall for the first 90 minutes. But anyways, um, it's... Uh, the, movie's <laughs> an, the movie's an hour and 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I know. The last 10 minutes, I really think he gave it his all. No, but I really recommend this. And I really, I'm really glad we did. I'm really glad uh, I recommended it. Also, if you think this month is bad, I'm just kind of scared for Alien 3. Yeah, me too. I was literally just thinking that. So that'll be... That'll be interesting. So far, I will say Contact has been my favorite one. That's because you have bad taste. Thanks for listening to another episode of I Finally Watched. This is David. And I'm Alon, who doesn't have bad taste, and we finally watched Life.